People spend a lifetime searching for their purpose. Come walk in my shoes as I find mine. You're now listening to the JK Experience. Going, okay, I'm going to take full responsibility for the happiness in my life. Good for you. You feel you're talented in that. Pursue that. Who gives a crap what everybody else says, right? When you are disciplined about how you take action on the things that you desire to accomplish, does it make you better? Absolutely. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the JK Experience. Uh, man, it is uh, midway through the week. I got some energy, but not as much as I usually typically do. I don't know what's going on, James. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, I've got to find some energy right now. Yeah, well, um, don't look to me because I am fresh out. I know, man. You are, like, totally, like, burning the candle at every possible angle in your life right now. Yeah, it's it's so true. I mean, but it's all it's all self-imposed. No, nobody to blame but myself. Yeah. Um, but it's okay because uh, one of the things that you have said in our in our uh, time together is, is you've said, hey, man, you know, what do you want to be remembered for, right? Well, yeah. He, he died with his tank on empty. Yeah. Right? And so, yeah. hey, I'm, I'm trying to get it done. Dude, man, I, that's, I'm so glad you brought that up because I kind of feel like my tank is a little bit emptier today. But it's really honestly just, be, to be honest with you, I got my tank filled this weekend. Yep. And we're going to talk a little bit about that on this episode. But um, I think it's really more just like the physical like going through this 75 days and then really trying to find the balance of making sure that I'm fueling myself with the right amount of food. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right now I'm just like, I, I need a protein bar. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need, I need an apple. I need something to fuel me. So I'm definitely going to get one right as soon as this, uh, this episode is over, man. Well, you got to, so, you got to, you got to fill the tank, right? Yeah. I mean, there's, if there's no gas in the tank, then you're not going anywhere. So, yeah. um, on top of that, I was, you know, I was battling a little bit of this cold I thing, know. which maybe you guys can hear. I think I'm mostly over it now. I've I've had all these uh, home remedies that I've been trying, and I, I think I finally got it whipped. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, you've you've got to stay on top of it. Man, I tell you, what, I was so Kate and I were walking early this morning, and uh, it was cold out, and I'm like, you know, this is what James is going to be doing for the next three weeks, and uh, because you 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 take this three week hiatus, mm-hmm. um, you know, some people call it a sabbatical. Yeah. Um, I call it just flat out crazy. Yeah. Uh, and you go uh, and guide. And which is awesome, by the way. I mean, I really do have t- tremendous respect for that. What a talent uh, to go and do that. Um, but I was like, man, you know, you're going to be absolutely miserable if you do not get your um, health back under control. And not, I mean, if you're sick out there in those elements, dude, I can't imagine how like miserable that would be. Uh, it, you know, I've, I've had it happen before and it, it never fails, right? Like I, I'm a generally a pretty healthy person. I don't, I'm not sick a lot, uh, but it never fails. I always get some kind of crud around that first part of October and then I fight it. And, and I don't know if it's just that first cold spell that brings it on or what, but yeah, um, yeah, you're right. So, and you know, being out there in, in the wilderness, it really, really recharges my batteries. And, and I know we want to talk about that, but so I don't want to get too far ahead, but it's just, it's something I've always done. It's, it's always been a passion of mine since I was 17 years old. And, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm grateful that I get the time out of here to go do that. Yeah. So. I, I love it. I love, you know, we talk about on this program all the time, like, you know, what are you passionate about doing? What are you doing? That's not that. What are you doing to try to fill your life with the things that are important? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just, just, just a living example of that. Um, not a lot of people choose to do that. And so the fact that you're able to take, um, and it's not even a vacation, right? I mean, this is literally, this is hard work, yeah. but it's a passion. And I think that sometimes, 
uh, people don't understand. They don't coordinate the fact that your passion actually can be hard work. Your passion, something that you feel called to do, something that actually rejuvenates you yeah. can also at the same time make you tired and exhausted because it takes energy and it takes effort. And you also have to own that craft, by the way, right? Sure. You just didn't wake up one day and you're just this amazing guide and amazing outfitter. Like it is something that you grew into and as you grew, your passion continued to explode into something that you just love to do. Yeah, and it's it is it's a, it's a truly it's it's a thing of, of passion. It's a, a, a pursuit of passion is what it is. And you know there there has never been a time when I've been out there even even at the worst. I mean you're you're laying in a mud hole, putting tire chains on a pickup just so you can get out so that you can go yeah. get in another mud hole. And and there have been times when I'm just like, why am I doing this? But there's never been a point when I'm like, I'm sick of doing this. Yeah. Right. It's it's always been something that that has driven me. So um, I'm glad to do it. And it's I I have also never been a go lay on the beach on vacation guy. So it's nice doing something in your time away from your your vocation. Right. So yeah. Without a doubt. No, I totally totally understand. All right. So the what the focus I want to talk about today uh, is really like you're in the fourth quarter, right? This is the fourth the, the fourth quarter of the year, and I don't know about you, you meaning the people that are listening to this, but um, we often get very exhausted by this time of the year. Um, we go into summer and it's like, all right, here we go. Let's t- let, let's do everything we possibly can on every weekend and every, every night. Um, we are literally burning the candle because you're, you know, you're, you're going on vacations, mm-hmm. you're having dinners with fa- friends and family, you're staying up probably a little bit later because the sun doesn't go down until 9.30, 10 o'clock, um, you, and th- but you still have all the responsibilities of work. Um, in fact, work probably gets a little bit busier because that time of the year, people start coming out and they're starting to do more th- stuff and activities, right, With when it comes to work and selling and buying yep. and, and whatever industry you're in. But like you start burning the candle both ends of the stick. And so by the time the fourth quarter comes around, you're like, man, I got 90 days for the rest of the year. And I'm like beat, man. Like I am exhausted. And I know that we experienced that a lot with um, with our independent contractors. We experienced a lot with um, uh, with other people in our within, within our, our companies is that at this time of the year, they're just ready for vacation. I mean, they're ready for like, God, is, is Christmas coming yet? Is like, is Thanksgiving break coming yet? Like I need some time to recoup, but here's the problem. When they do have that vacation, they're not recovering. Mm -hmm. They're not, they're burning themselves even more and they need a vacation from their vacation. Yeah. That happens all the time. You know, we, we, we save up our two weeks or we, you know, we make these big vacation plans and then we try to cram it all in and you come back and, th- and then there's, you know, sometimes there's, there's airplane rides, right? And sometimes there's layovers. And so now you've got all those other factors there and you're right. You get home and you're like, man, I need like three or four more days off just to get my stuff together. Right. Yeah. We, we feel like we're going to, as soon as we go on this vacation, we're going to recharge, yeah. you know, and we're going to reboot ourselves so that we're ready to tackle the rest of the remainder of the year. And honestly, we come back, uh, I mean, more exhausted if, you know, if you are drinking and, and enjoying some beverages, you're probably just a little bit more hungover. Um, you know, I mean, all those yeah. things that go into it. And what I want to really tackle today is, is three things that you need to do in order to finish strong. And, and honestly, these are things that people really don't talk about and they don't talk about enough of. Um, I shared a story this week with um, our agents and staff really about this. I, I had this this weekend. I literally had that moment where I'm like, how am I going to finish as strong as I need to for the next 90 days? Because I just don't 
feel like I have the energy. I mean, I was physically exhausted, mentally and emotionally exhausted. You know, we've had some real big challenges that have been going on the last, I don't know, four weeks, five weeks, you know, that we've been just dealing with constantly time and time and time again. Yep. And, uh, and it's like, I got 90 more days of this. And that's just like the 90 days of this year. Yeah. What do I need to do this weekend? And the old Josh, the Josh that wasn't on this, uh, this challenge, mm-hmm. dude, I would have, I'm not kidding you. I would have, I would have downed a bottle or two of wine. I mean, like, dude, I'm just going to, I'm just going to exit. I'm going to like completely numb out. Um, I'm not going to get intoxicated, but I'm definitely going to be like chilled out. And I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of my problems by ignoring my problems. Sure. I mean, who, who hasn't been at that point where they're just, it's just overload. And you're like, you know, next thing you hear is the sound effect of a beer can opening. Right. Right. Or wine bottle, you know, cork coming out. Yeah. And a lot of people, like I would, I would say a majority of people are that way, right? They're like, hey, this will just, you know, this will ju- help me to unwind yeah. and kind of relieve some of the stress. But guess what? It's all still waiting for you. Yeah. Right? Right. Well, and in fact, what, it, what I know in the past, because I was really reflecting on it this weekend, um, is in the past, what would happen is that I would do that. I would, you know, I, I, I'd have my beverage on Friday night and then, um, and then I'd have my beverages on Saturday night and then I would have Sunday as a recovery. But you know, now that I'm 42, soon to be 43, it was actually taking me even longer to recover. Um, just like mentally, right. Just like, gosh, I got to get, I mean, I got to get obviously more hydrated. I've got it. Like I got to get back into work. Mondays were always so exhausting that morning, you know, because I had, I'd been doing so much of that weekend. And that was, the, I mean, really was the old me that I, I would wake up on Monday mornings completely exhausted from the weekend and all of the activities and all of the things that I was doing. I was never recovering myself in order to attack the week. Yeah. And here's the thing. I'm no, me being a non-drinker. I'm no different because what I would do is Sunday afternoon, it's summer, you throw on the barbecue and you just pack your gills with all this great food. And then you lay around Sunday evening, just kind of rubbing your belly. And then next thing you know, it's Monday morning and you're, you're not recharged, right? Yeah. You, you feel like you just want to lay around and do that yeah. some more. So it's not just the people who, who, do, who imbibe yeah. it's, you know, it's everybody. If you, if you're not real intentional about what you're doing with those, that time away, then how is it you're recharging? And I know you have some great points for that. Yeah. So this weekend, um, I really broke it down and, and was very specific on the things that I, I really believed were going to help recharge me. And to add another piece of this puzzle is I also did this. So I was exhausted mentally, physically, and Kate left Sunday. So I had all the kiddos, yeah. uh, just the, the, the four against me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was, you know, I, I was dad, I was dad all day. So, I mean, in the past that would have even worn me out even more. Right. Yeah. But what I did is I, I made sure that I did three things. One is I was going to be very intentional how I was going to recharge. I was going to be very intentional that I was going to reboot. And I was going to be very intentional with about my refocus. Now, I could just say those three things and you're like, awesome. How do I go do that? Right. Yeah. Right, let's just get a little more tangible on what those actually really mean. So when I was recharging the three questions, and I like to do it in threes. That's mm-hmm. the way my brain works. Um, when I was recharging, I asked myself, I said, what is feeling my emotional cup? Like, if I did something right now, what would I do to help fulfill my emotional cup? Because I know that if I, my emotions are strong, then I feel much more empowered to go and tackle and do on and take on the week, right? So I got to feel my emotional cup. I also got to feel my physical cup. 
Like, what is it going to be today that's not going to drain me physically, but is actually going to rejuvenate me physically? And through this 75 hard, you know, these, these uh, two-day workouts, I mean, I'm physically getting exhausted. Yeah. So I knew that if I went out there, I'm like, well, I'm going to go do a really hard, I'm going to do uh, the Murph, you know, where you do 100, uh, 100 uh, let's see, what is that? 300 squats, 200 push-ups, 100 pull-ups, and a mile before and after. I'm like, I'm not going to, like, that would be stupid, right? That would just drain my physical cup. I needed to do something that actually was going to rejuvenate my physical cup, right? So okay. I, I identified something and I did that. And then for, and also f- the last one is spiritual cup. And I'm not going to get into like the relationship with God and what you should be doing and you shouldn't be doing, but what does your spiritual cup look like? And honestly, you guys, like if you do not have a spiritual cup in your life, you need to implement that. Be- and here's what my analogy was. And I, I talked about this at the, uh, at the meeting was that you, if all you're doing is depending on people, you're going to be disappointed. Yes, that's so true. You know, people people will continue to disappoint you. And here's the reason I know that is because you have disappointed people and you have the best of intentions. You know, you consider yourself a leader and you are doing your best and uh, to, uh, to pour into people's lives. And yet time and time and time again, you disappoint. So if you are so proactive and you are still disappointing, what are the people that are not necessarily as proactive as you are? Don't you think they're going to disappoint you? You bet. Yeah. Absolutely. So the spiritual part of it has to play a role in how you recharge. You cannot continue to just depend solely on people. You need people and people can definitely recharge you. But I'm telling you, you got to have that spiritual side of you. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's, you know, you're, you're always really, really careful not to, not to tread too heavily on the spiritual side of this. But, but I'm telling you right now, uh, and it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what denomination it is. It doesn't matter what your personal beliefs are. But you've got to be believing in something, right. Josh, right? Like yeah. uh, a higher power, right? And, uh, again, I think that's the part we're going to stay away from. But Josh and I both both strong believers. We, we have faith. And uh, I realize that you cannot have any kind of success in life unless you have faith in something, right? right? I mean, because otherwise, how do you come out of out of any kind of, of trouble or hole that you might be in, right? You got to yeah. have faith that things are going to get better. Yeah. So with that in mind, that's a great, great point. And I just, I want to drive home the fact that you have to be filling all of those cups. Yeah. Yeah. So, because if you're not, something's missing, right? It's again, it's like a two legged stool and a three legged stool. You take yeah. one away, something's going to tip over. That's exactly right. All right. So reboot, how do you reboot? Um, this one we've, we've talked on a previous episode, but I'm going to really dive into this a little bit more, but you got to reboot. So you got to reboot like the mental part of yourself, right? Uh, it's, it's almost like you, you got to kind of like download all of the thing, download stuff so that you have all the new upgrades, mm-hmm. right? In your life. Yeah. So when I say reboot is like the first question I'm asking is, is what stories have I been telling myself lately? So what stories have you been telling yourself lately? And then are you believing stories that aren't true? And I know for a fact, and I'll just tell you by example, I have been telling me, telling myself some stories that when I really just kind of had a hard look at them, they weren't true. What they were doing was convincing me of how either the conversation was going or how that situation happened or me guesstimating on what the other person was thinking on the other end. But the stories were not true. They were what I was telling myself in order for myself to either feel better about it or for myself to either justify the way that I was feeling about it and not in a necessarily healthy way either, by the way. No. And and that's just it. It's, it goes back to that negative self-talk and you have to audit those stories, whatever they are. If, if, and we've, it's so funny, but because since we've identified this, what story are you telling yourself? Mm -hmm. 
it's easy for us to see where in, in any conflict that we've had to, had to resolve what the stories that people were telling themselves, and it wasn't always correct. And most yeah. of the time it wasn't correct. Yeah. So, And once you get that out there, once you've audited that, now you can start to figure out how to resolve the problem. Yeah. And I love, so this is a really great hack uh, that I learned um, a while back here is that when a situation happens and you start telling yourself a story about um, why somebody did something to you or a, so- a story where you're just really frustrated with that situation, I want you to sit back and say, okay, what is the opposite of this story? Like, what is the complete opposite of this, this situation? And more than likely, that's not necessarily the truth either. But now you have an understanding that, well, if the, if what I'm thinking is not true, but the opposite of the story isn't necessarily true, well, there's got to be some middle ground in there, Yeah. right? So you've got to be able to uh, attack that in a positive way going, man, I just can't necessarily always believe everything that I tell myself. The opposite of the story is this. Do I want to own that? Or what do I want to own as a uh, as my story? And that's really the last one is what's the story that you want to own? You have a choice in this. Right when you're when you're telling yourself a story, you have you have a choice on how you want to handle that, and I think oftentimes we forget how much power we have when we are looking at this story or hearing the story that's in our in our head. Sometimes our self sometimes our self conscious, if especially if it's in a negative, uh, in a negative tone or if it's if it's in a negative way, we take ownership of that story and. That's the, like, that is what we will actually, like, that's what, how we live. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to identify those three questions right there, then you get to have the ability to own the story that you want to. Yeah. And if, if you're not willing to own that story, it's probably not the story, right? Yeah. So love that. That is, that is a great hack. Again, that was something you kind of had identified through some of your conversations and I love it. Yeah. All right. Last one is refocus. So so you've gone through all of these these three these uh, circumstances where you know you're recharging, you're rebooting, and then you got to refocus, right? You got to take that energy and you've got to focus it on something that's really positive. So uh, for me, it was like I had to review my goals, my personal health and business goals. So I I spent some time this weekend and I really like I identified once again because. I don't know about you, but we don't always are, we're not always aware of what our goals were for the year, right? Yep. I think that's a big fault of so many of us. It's not the fact that we're uh, bad for that, but it's just the fact that, I mean, it's just really, it's a hard discipline. It is. You know? Um, and then once you review those goals, then I reviewed why were those goals so important to me? Like I had to get the emotional tie, the buy-in, right? I had yeah. to, I had to reconnect with why was this a personal goal that was important in my life? And that I needed to accomplish because of my accomplishments, some great things would happen. Or why in the business part or why in the health part, right? Mm-hmm. And so as a, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you've got it like you need to be aware of the goals that you have in your life. And then you also have that need to have that connection. Oftentimes we get disconnected from our goals. And so we just lose all direction. So find that why back in your life of the why the specifically why those were important to you. And then here's the last thing. This is kind of a really uh, interesting one that, um, that I added was imagine what life looks like when you attack them. And I was very specific when I said attack them and not like when you accomplish them, right? Because sometimes the goals that you set are not necessarily always meant to be accomplished because that's the journey that really changes you. Mm -hmm. So if, if you could imagine what you look like what kind of a person you need to be in order to attack them, then you can implement them right away. Yeah. Right? 
because oftentimes those goals sometimes you know like i don't know about you but i always like i like the i like the big goals i like the hey we're gonna we're gonna go out and do this and it's like oh my gosh how are we gonna like really josh like how are we gonna do something that big i'm like i don't know but we're gonna do it yeah. <laughs> you know so, yeah so it's hard to sometimes picture yourself that way so it's like no no i'm gonna picture myself with the abilities that i need to have in order to attack that goal because if i can do that if i can visualize that person that's put, that's moving me that one step forward that I need. I need to take one step forward to take action. Yeah. So now bear with me for a second here. And I want you to correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm going to, I'm going to close the loop here. Yeah. Right. Please do review your goals, personal health business. That is body business being right. Would you agree with that? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Review why you decided to do this, right? We had a podcast about finding your why, Yeah. right? And then the last one, imagine what life would look like if you attacked it, right? Is that not identifying your chip and yeah. moving forward with it that? Is, yeah. Isn't it's that great, great how this all kind of meshes together? Right. So I love that, Josh. That's great. Totally unintentional, by the way. Yeah. I, as, I'm, as, you were, as you were doing, I'm like, I'm hearing all these things that we've talked about before, and they'd all just kind of fit together. So that's great that you're, uh, that you're making those all sync. Yeah. And I just, once again, I mean, this was like... <laughs> these things just don't come by the way either. Like, it's no. not like all of a sudden, like I'm, you know, we're just like, Hey, what are we going to talk about today? I mean, we are very intentional with this and we, we do have, um, you know, a rough idea of what we're going to talk about, but it, like anything in life, if you just show up, you're going to fail. If you yeah. just show up and you just fail, you, you know what, Austin, I'm just going to use my internal smarts to make sure I get out of the situation or get through this situation. You are going to fail. Yep. And we talk about, you know, it's okay to fail. No, no, no. It's not okay to fail when you're not prepared. Yeah. You know, like, don't just look at it as like, okay, you know, I don't have to show up prepared. No, no, no. You have to show up prepared and you have to be challenging yourself so that even when you are prepared, you, you're never prepared enough because you never have gone through it. So that's why you might fail, right? You might, you might not have all of the tools you need, but you've got to prepare. I don't don't know what to say. I'm like, I kind of went off on that, but. No, that's great. So, uh, you know, somebody once told me that, Hey, showing up is 80%, right? Showing up is only 80% of it. And that's so true because now if you're just going to show up and not be prepared, are you prepared to only reach 80% of your goal? Yeah. Right? If you are, then show up unprepared. If you want to hit 100%, then you better show up and be prepared. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, I'm going to end it on this right here. Uh, this is a great quote that uh, through my research, I found this. And I, when, as soon as I came across it, I was just like, that's it. Boom. Put the stamp on it, right? Mm-hmm. And it just says that you'll be amazed at what you attract after you start believing in what you deserve. You'll be amazed at what you attract after you start believing in what you deserve. And, you know, as you guys are attacking this fourth quarter, as you are playing offense on the goals and the desires and the things that you want to accomplish, you have to start believing in them. Because when you believe in them, then you attract things that will help you accomplish the things that you deserve. Because you do deserve greatness in your life. True talk. So go out there and believe in what you deserve. Yeah. All right, buddy, man. It is always good to chat with you, dude. I good to be here. I appreciate it. I know they're going to be on a little sabbatical, but, you know, we'll miss you. There's no doubt about it. Appreciate that. All right. Hey, you guys have an awesome rest of your weekend. Look forward to talking to you very soon. Wait, before you go, we want you to know how thankful we are for you listening to the JK Experience. You're the reason we keep sharing valuable content every week. If you found any value in this podcast, please subscribe to our channel and write us an honest review. 
We want to know what you think so that we can grow with you. We'll catch you next time.